Hello, welcome to an episode of Soul Deep. I'm super excited to jump in to this topic today. Um, I actually am going to share with you a Divine Counterparts Confessions. Um, this is something that happened to me actually in January and I recorded it while in my car, which, you know, of course there were lots of like external noises that were made. And so I ended up having to type it out, right. And held on to it. And I didn't really know why, uh, but I feel like it's almost as if I was given this information, um, through, you know, channeling this collective early, right? Like prematurely as if to be ready to, deliver it when the time was appropriate. And so now I'm feeling, you know, like now is a good time to do that. I know I've been away for quite a long time and haven't released an episode in a while. So, you know, if you are still sticking around and listening, thank you so much. I appreciate you with all of my heart and soul. Um, and if you're here for the first time, thank you for giving me a chance because, you know, that's super, super important to me. And I'm so very grateful so this is really interesting. Um, I do want to share that, you know, before I jump into this information, I do have a, what I call the soul good universe. Um, so I have a Facebook page. You can find it at 1111.soulgood. Okay. Um, and on that page, you can find links to the soul good membership channel on telegram. You can find links to the soul good YouTube. There's also a, a group there, Soul Good, a tribe. So feel free to pop in and take a look around if you would like to do that. All right. Um, but yeah, this is really interesting. Uh, I, I've channeled energy a lot, right? I'm, I'm a tarot reader, so it's something I do as a job on, on the daily. But this energy is a little bit different. I've never really had um, a divine counterpart, whether that be divine masculine you know, DM or divine feminine DF come forward either side of it. I've never had that collective come forward, like specifically and say, like, provide me with information and, you know, initially to explain themselves. And it's, it's really, really interesting. And I've, you know, sat on it for a while, like I was saying, and now I feel like the time has come because I feel like, you know, these collectives are in this energy, um, or could be, coming out of it potentially even. Uh, so, you know, I'm going to do the best I can to not make it sound super stiff, but I am going to be reading it. Okay. So bear with me. Hopefully it's not too, too, too bad. And I don't put you to sleep. Um, but I feel like there's some really powerful information in here, especially if you connect with this divine masculine collective as a divine feminine counterpart. And if it is your divine masculine collective, I feel like you will know, I feel like there will be absolutely no confusion whatsoever. Um, you know, and if you're a divine masculine within this collective, this could be your higher self speaking to you, right? So uh, these may be things that you don't even recognize about yourself that your higher self is aware of and bringing forward to the Divine Feminine Collective. And it's interesting because when I was channeling this information, I got it as like the Divine Feminine needs to know these things, right? But it's, it's interesting that now I'm getting this energy of you know, there could be information in here for the divine masculine that he doesn't even know, which could be like, help him could be relevant to his journey and help him, you know, accelerate his progress, if you will. So, 
All right, bear with me again. I'm going to be reading it, but I'll do my best. There are four songs that are connected with this channeled energy and this particular Divine Masculine Collective. One of them is Before the Lightning Strikes by 911, Deliverance by Rationale, Never Alone by The Irie, and Goddess by Stanaj, which I don't know how if I'm saying that right, but it's spelled S-T-A-N-A-J, okay? Um, so there may be messages for you in those songs. Uh, oftentimes, as divine counterparts, we communicate with each other through music. Um, it, it happens a lot. And, you know, if you've ever watched a Soul Good Reel on Facebook, then you will see, like, I channel, uh, bring in songs for a lot of those because a lot of times I get messages from different energies through music. So let's talk about this energy, this confession. So this came into me uh, January 9th of 2022, right? And the DMs in the collective that were stepping forward have were like really living in a state of survival with a lack in like unconditional love for the longest time. So, so long actually, that when it comes, when the love comes in, it's seen by the divine masculine or the DM as threatening. It's threatening to them because their natural state is one of survival, always prepared to lose, always on their toes, constantly walking on eggshells, waiting for the next thing to happen. Uh, that being said, when they experience something that brings them this sense of comfort, where they feel they can relax, they also experience fear because it doesn't feel real right? Uh, for the runner DM in separation, I feel they left their counterpart thinking it would be like everything else they've ever walked away from before. Every other situation that helped them to reinforce their beliefs. I feel like they thought it would be easy and they believed that leaving their D divine feminine or DF would provide the same result as before, right? It would just be easy. They would forget about it, that sort of thing. Um, but the connection is, is a lot different. It's much, much different, right? Still, they try to do the same old thing because it's what they know. It's the wounding and trauma that's taught them that it's right to some extent for them to not have connections or ties to remain a free agent of sorts, right? It's that self-reliance that comes into question when they connect with their divine feminine. There's such strong emotion between them, such a strong connection that it brings them to ask, am I really better off by myself? Is that really what I want? Is that really what's best for me? Is alone really where I'm meant to be, right? The connection between these counterparts is so strong and it has such purpose and is so deeply rooted that it cannot simply be walked away from. Right? It can be delayed by free will and the choices that both of the counterparts make, but not forgotten or easily ignored. Right? Um, it's because of this that the DM is questioning if he can trust what he's feeling. Right? They've been wearing this like King of Swords, I've got it all figured out energy, and it's being called into question, but it's all they know. Right? So, if the King of Cups energy within them is trying to like make his move in the sense that the lessons occurring are bringing more of that King of Cups energy and even King of Pentacles energy being like more family oriented, more stable, uh, wanting to create security and to manifest their dreams, right? Like some 
it, it feels like there's that energy trying to come in, but right. Some of these masculines are very caught up in the dynamic of the counterparts stuck in the, um, in the false power struggle between them. And their mind is literally running them in circles. It feels like this particular DM collective probably had a rough childhood, right? Um, either in this life or others and likely experienced a lot of abandonment and very little nurturing. It's actually pretty likely that they didn't feel safe, didn't feel held or heard, and likely was not able to express their own feelings or desires. Um, it feels like these masculines had to learn how to survive very early on, and it's possible that they didn't have any other choice but to do so, right? Um, again, these masculines are used to being in a state of survival, and this connection that causes them to question their entire identity feels very threatening. However, it is creating this um, tower moment of sorts, right? To induce these monumental shifts within them. It feels as if that tower energy is being brought in by the divine, the divine, right? There's like divine intervention coming in to say, these changes need to take place for your highest good, right? Um, but... The DMs are really struggling with this. I feel like they do not feel worthy of such powerful love, likely because they've never experienced anything like it before. I feel like they're stepping forward to say, look, I don't know what love is. I've never had this before. Yeah, see, um, all I've ever known is how to survive and what you're offering is threatening the stability of how I know how to live and what to do, right? So I feel like they're actually fucking terrified. <laughs> okay. Um, which is, is understandable based on the energy that coming through. Right. And I'm like kind of sinking back into it now, even, and based on the energy, I mean, it's, it's rough. It's no surprise really. Right. Um, some of these DMS may be consciously aware of this, but even if they aren't, uh, their higher selves are right. And many of them may have no clue right? What's going on or why they're doing what they're doing. Um, for the ones that did run, right? It feels like they did so because of what they perceive to be that threat on their entire being. It feels like they don't want to run. Okay. Because I feel they truly do love the way they feel connecting with their, their DF, right? I feel they, it's almost like they sink into the safety and security they feel while they're with their, uh, DF or divine feminine. But at the same time, their wounding and their ego is just freaking the fuck out, which they can't just ignore. Right. It's like just having a freaking panic attack. They feel like they have no other choice. Right. Um, but for this particular set of divine masculines, and maybe it's true across all divine masculine collectives. Uh, but I feel like for these particular divine masculines, like the running is very painful in itself. Right. And for those divine masculines who, you know, are a little more in, in tune with their intuition, I feel like they felt it coming. And honestly, um, the, the divine feminine probably did too. Okay. Because the DM probably started to kind of pull away from the DF 
And that energy has kind of like a, a very like five of wands energy, very conflicted, right? Um, and it feels like they ran to save themselves from potentially experiencing even more pain. And, you know, with this particular set of DMs, like they've experienced quite a bit of pain. Okay. So the divine seems to be like intervening on behalf of this DM collective as if to say, it's time for you to step into your role, your mission. It's time to step into union. It's time for you to see your worth. It's time for you to see your power, for you to recognize the role you play here, right? I feel like their soul is calling out to them to wake up and snap out of it. Uh, but this will be very difficult for the divine masculine, not an easy task by any means whatsoever, but they are being um, divinely guided and protected. And so if they listen to their intuition and the guidance that they're receiving, I feel like navigating these energies will be so much easier for them. Um, I do see the masculines showing up as like standing on a ledge, clinging on for dear life, like white knuckled right? As if like letting go and, you know, releasing or surrendering means like imminent death, right? Right. Um, however, that ledge, right, their comfort zone is vanishing like bit by bit. The divine saying like, you cannot stay here, right? Um, so the DM stepped forward at this time to acknowledge and confirm that tower moment um, with that song before lightning strikes by 911, right? The tower moment or the tower card rather in, um, I'm not sure if it's all decks, but in, in the deck that I have that I use most frequently, the lightsayers tarot, there's this big lightning strike. And so as soon as that came, it was like acknowledgement of that song, right? And you could feel it coming. Um, so, you know, take a listen to that. It might, be, it might be relevant to your journey, okay? But the DMs are, you know, also stepping forward to profess that they cannot cut all ties with their counterpart, right? They feel that, like they cannot let go completely, even if they're in separation. Um, for many, they felt like their DF would be happier without them. And if they, you know, just got out of the way, then the Divine Feminine would see that, that they're not worthy, like the divine masculine isn't worthy of the divine feminine, right? And uh, this is, of course, a projection about how they feel about themselves, right? Not feeling worthy of the love that's offered by the divine feminine. But they would rather love the divine feminine from afar than risk losing her forever. Like, you know, like the rather than uh, the divine feminine, like really just... I don't ever want to speak to you again, right? They don't want to fuck it up is basically what I'm getting at, okay? Um, they have the fear that if the divine feminine were to really see them, like really, really see them, or, you know, which as a divine counterpart, like you do see them, right? But the, again, it's a fear and fear can make you do crazy things, make you believe crazy things, okay? Um so anyways, they feel like if you were to really see them, you would leave them. And they're terrified by the possibility of having to cope with that pain, right? So they would rather be miserable and experience like the longing than like fully let go, than to have that, you know, lose you forever. Um, I feel like they do love their divine counterpart tremendously, 
but I feel like they saw pain that they were causing and believed that the divine feminine would be better off without them. It has a, a very like hanged man, self-sacrificing type of energy to it, right? As if they're doing their duty by walking away and just continuing to survive like they always have been. It's kind of that martyr uh, energy a little bit right? Uh, but simultaneously, they want to need their divine feminine and don't want to leave, right? So it's very, very conflicting, whether they've already run or if they're about to, okay? Um, but the, the divine masculine cl collective here recognizes the connection with their divine counterpart as spiritual, as divine, as cosmic, you know, whatever label you want to put on it. They recognize the DF as, as she is, right? Um, if they don't yet, they will very soon, right? I feel like this divine masculine sees the DF as a goddess and again, um, feel unworthy of her and her love, but they love how worthy they feel while they're with her, right? So talk about like a total mind boggle. Um, the divine feminines connected to this particular collective are surrendering to union the divine feminine is choosing joy and choosing union she's surrendering to the inner knowing that her and her dm will be together this df is sending the dm love right and she's doing so because she feels called to um i feel like she's sending the love because she can feel his suffering okay and i feel like she knows that her DM is preparing for or experiencing that tower energy and needs her love to help him get through it, right? Um, she, she's doing this instinctively, sending love, compassion, understanding, and letting him know, like, I choose you, I choose forgiveness, I love you, I accept you, right? Reinforcing the love, essentially. And even though these divine counterparts might be in separation. I feel they're consciously or unconsciously coming together to help the other navigate the energy. Okay. Um, for some within this collective, there may be a message coming to the divine feminine from the divine masculine. There are some who really want or are feeling like they need to get some things off their chest. Uh, some are considering reaching out to share some of their feelings. These divine masculines miss their divine feminines. And to be honest, they're starting to feel like they're simply tired of fighting what they feel for her. Okay. Um, so for others, some may receive a message from their divine masculine because they feel like they're running out of time. Right. And that's the divine stepping in to create that sense of urgency. Okay. Uh, but they don't want to risk their divine feminine finding love with anyone else right? They know what a prize she is and they're not willing to risk losing her. So they're facing their fears and trusting what they feel for her is real. Okay. Um, and that is for those that really actually step forward and open that link, that line of communication. Again, I feel like for a majority of this collective, right? So now I'm like tapping into it back in real time, not just going through, you know, the messages that came through. And as I tap into the energy now, it feels to me like a lot of these counterparts are still in separation. I do feel like the divine feminine is probably picking up on her divine masculine energies from her counterpart, right? Like, I feel like this could come across as like feeling restless 
like not bored, but like maybe you should be doing something else or, you know, just this feeling of like restlessness. Um, you could be experiencing by like not experiencing the same energy, excuse me, by like not being able to sleep, right? Because you do mirror your divine counterpart. So if this is your masculine collective, right, you could be mirroring um, some of those energies that he's experiencing, even in your physical body. Um, because, you know, as you, we hold energies in our bodies, right? And they manifest as physical symptoms. And so you could be experiencing physical symptoms that are related to what your divine masculine is experiencing energetically. Now, I'm not a doctor, right? I'm just a girl on a podcast. So, you know, do get medical advice where you feel called or needed. But, you know, I do feel like there is a sense of the divine feminine picking up on some energies because she is, again, you know, as I stated, surrendering right? She is just trusting that everything will work out and she's sending her divine masculine love. So she is connecting with his energy, right? And if she's feeling all of his things, then, you know, she could, and, and bringing that energy in and connecting with it, she could absolutely be feeling that within her physical body as well. Okay. So, you know, I feel like, again, there is like another part to this message, right? Um, that came through the following day, which I will put another episode up with that message in it. But I feel like with this particular message here, I feel like it's time, right? I feel like it has to come out. And I feel like these divine masculines are like, okay, we can't wait anymore. Like we want this information out now, right? Um, because I've told myself like, I'm gonna record this podcast episode so many times and never felt like I have to sit down and do it, right? Like something always got in the way, something came up or what have you. And now it's like okay, divine masculines are like, look, get it out there. We need them to know why we're doing what we're doing, right? And I feel like it could be because they feel like they're running out of time, right? From a human perspective. So these things have to be taking place on an energetic level to bring them to that space in the physical. Okay. So very interesting. Oh my gosh, you guys, I just looked down at how long we've been recording and we were at 22 minutes, 22 seconds. And if you know anything about numerology, um, or even tarot twos are about balance and partnership, right? And that's fucking beautiful. I love it so much. Um, and also like two, 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 right? They're mirrored. They're mirrored. Okay. So nothing comes from nothing. There's a sign. If you're seeing 22, 22, that could be a sign for you that this is your divine masculine stepping forward to speak with you today. So, you know, take what you've, what you learned here and, you know, if it applies to your situation with your divine counterpart, this could bring a whole new level of understanding and look out for part two. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope that this has given you some valuable information to apply to your divine counterpart journey. And again, look for part two and I hope to see you soon. Take care of your beautiful soul.